You're now listening to the chef, the angry, the Adam, featuring Trey. Grandma's Christmas gift went to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. All right, Grandma. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about, Grandma. A South Carolina student is starting the semester a little more comfortable after a Christmas gift from his grandmother won him one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. Mm. Colin Goff, a sophomore at the University of South Carolina, told the South Carolina Education Lottery officials that his grandma gifted all of her grandchildren two scratch-off tickets at the family Christmas celebration. Goff said the whole family was stunned when he uncovered the $150,000 prize from a quick $250 ticket. Mm. I was shocked. Shit, me too. <laughs> I already know he got that gift. It was like grandma on that bullshit. This shit, man. How much? You could have got me some cool. You could have got me a switch, grandma. You got me this dumb shit. How much you give your grandma if you break? You win two hundred fifty racks. I'm giving her two fifty back. <laughs> I might give her some interest. Maybe she get three hundred. I was about to say two fifty five. Uh, might take it a debtor. Two fifty one. Hey, granny, you didn't. You didn't. Uh, you didn't live. You know, lived it up. It's time for me to live it up. You know what I'm what, what you, your grandma? What do grandmas want? A card. All grandmas want a Jaguar or some shit. What the fuck? Not my grandma. <laughs> I don't even think my grandma can drive. Yeah, <laughs> my grandma doesn't want a box of wine. Really? A Why a Jaguar? I don't know. My grandma used to always talk about a Jaguar for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> all grandmas want is a Jaguar. That's, that's all grandmas want. Something like. You know what I'm saying? Expensive ass car. Nothing crazy. I don't think you, I don't think you, like, how much do you feel like you owe your grandma if, if she buy you a lottery ticket and you win 150 racks off of it? Realistically, I, you don't owe her nothing. It's a <laughs> gift, right? I think that's, that's like what your, she wanted. I think she wants yeah, you to win. She wanted you to win. That's like your grandma buy you a car and you start making money driving Uber. You're like, oh, yeah, let me give grandma some money because she bought me the car. No. That's a gift. That's true. It ain't like she bought you that. Like, yeah, these niggas gonna lose. She wants you to win. She gonna be running. She gonna be testing your pockets though. Oh, oh, for sure. She oh, she you know, we we trying to we trying to build a build a new choir stand at the church. Mm-hmm. All it's gonna take is about two thousand dollars. I wish we had someone we could get it quick from. <laughs> Baby, you think you could pick me up a granite countertop on your way home? <laughs> Bro, That's crazy. Do y'all think pastors should get paid? Yes. Yes. But okay. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody gonna do it but, if they the don't. The pastor with the Lamborghini. He bought his girl a Lamborghini, right? Right. But like, I remember at my church, the pastor drove like a, a S five hundred, and his wife had drove like the the um the SUV joint, and I was just like, I guess that's where the ten percent go that you put in. Mm-hmm. Right? Am I off on that? Uh, part of it goes to that. I mean, let, let me ask you this: Did you keep going after you saw that? Yes, I stopped going oh. when uh, they they uh, lied about where they, the Disney money was going. Uh, all right. I don't think the pastor's salary comes out of the tithes and offerings. Where else is it going to come from? How else does the church make money? I think his salary is is, a, is taken out of the the revenue generated by the church, but I don't think like the tithe. Like I get what you're saying. Like part of those tithes and offerings pay him, but I don't think it's like when you put money into the church that it's supposed to be going to the past. 
Oh, no, no, no. I, I get what you're saying. Like, that's how I understood it. Like, the pastor has the salary, right? And if you run in the megachurch, your salary might be crazy. And your salary's paid out of that. But it ain't like he's in there like, Yo, I'm taking 2% off the top of all tithes. He's just getting whatever his set salary is out of the tithes. What's your, what does your pastor have to do to let you know he's stealing money from the church? Because if the Lambo truck ain't it, <laughs> I don't I don't know what's going to be the red flag. I'll be honest. If the pastor don't live in the same neighborhood as the church. If the church, church is in the ends and pastor living out in the burbs somewhere, I know he's taking money. That's it. Where is the pastor supposed to be? Like, I don't feel... I've, so, I don't think, like, if if I'm in the slums, I don't think my pastor should be in the slums. If the church is in the slums, you're asking to be in the slums with the community. You're a man of the people. Be with the people. Mm-hmm. Nah. I'm not, I'm, I'm not rocking. I ask you if to. my pastor make 100000 a year, well, you don't need to be staying where I'm at. Now, to be fair, I ain't, I ain't had a pastor in a, in, a, in a good dozen years or so. So I might be a little off base. Nigga just, th- nigga just throwing anything out. <laughs> I hate you. Didn't that wait? Didn't that pastor buy his wife a Lambo truck because he was cheating on it though? Come to find, gift? Come, come to find out, like he got fronted as like an eight year anniversary gift. Mm-hmm. But um, it was like some news came out later that he had been he had been cheating on her or whatever, and I guess it was like part of part of the makeup tour. Right. You know you got to go on the makeup tour. What's the wildest shit y'all did for the makeup tour? We so off topic right now. <laughs> I ain't never had to like makeup. Yeah, you never. You've never done anything wrong in a relationship where you had to do some shit to kind of get back in good graces. Mm. I offered to beat her stepdad up. <laughs> no, we don't have to talk about that. That was about it. I. What was crazy is. This particular person, uh, they lived a little bit away from me. I was maybe like 18, 19 at this time. And uh, you know, I was, you know, I was on, on the get back tour. And I had I hadn't cheated or nothing like that. But it was uh, you know, some smoothing out that could have been done. My and, nigga, what uh, what kind of bullshit you gotta do to have to beat somebody daddy up? That's just all I had. That's all I had in my bag of tricks. <laughs> nigga swinging for the fence. Yeah, yeah, because she she's like, you know, we're talking, she's like, yeah. You know, my stepdad's getting on my damn nerves. He's yelling. I was like, oh, you want me to come up there and whip his ass? Matter of fact, hold up. Called my man. Said, Yo, I got 20 to drive me up there. I ain't have a car at the time. He was like, what you going over there for? It's like, I got to fight a stepdad, yo. The nigga caught a ride to go whip his shorty daddy ass. My man's wasn't happening. My man's wouldn't let me make that decision. That's a good friend. That's a, an amazing friend. He was like, listen, bro, I'm not taking you over there. He picked me up and we just went to his house and we just chilled and like got some food and played video games and shit. You probably because the offer was on the table. Yeah. What's crazy is I ain't uh I ain't I never seen a I had never seen a step house before. I could have walked in there, he could have been six six, hella brolic, <laughs> mad guns. Like, the pops could have been Goldberg. Yeah, I didn't know what I was walking into. I was just, you know, when you when you try to make up for some shit, you wild it out. And I ain't have Lambo Lambo truck money. So I was just like, all right, let me let me let it be known that this effort here is sincere. I'm the craziest thing I probably ever done was um I was gonna try to shoot my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Like, like, was it really your uncle or just somebody my, that my, you called? My uncle, your uncle, my sister, my mom's brother. So what happened was, we um, my sister had moved down from New York. This was like I might have still been in high school. I might have just graduated. And my okay. older sister is older than me. She's like 14 years older than me. So she was just like relocating and all that. And she was staying with us at my grandma's house. And my uncle came home drunk. And my sister had this cocker spaniel. And my uncle came home <laughs> drunk and was threatening to kick the dog if he came in his room. And my That's sister. It's a, a lot of characters that play in this story. Yeah. He didn't have a door? Yeah, he, he did, but he was he he just came home being drunk and belligerent. Okay, like he was just going off for no reason. So then uh, my sister's like a New York, a real aggressive New York woman. So she does all the loud talking and all that, but she's not a little she's not a little woman. She's a big old she's like a, she's a <laughs> she a she a big old woman. <laughs> a woman, a woman. So. They in the kitchen yelling at each other. Next thing I know, I look up and um, he put my sister in the, um, he put my sister in like the full Nelson. Nah. Not the half. Uh, not the half, the full. Like, nigga got you know, both, both arms. Yeah. 100% Nelson. Cause she tried Mandela. To, she tried to swing on him. And he put in the full Nelson or whatever, whatever. And I was like, nah, I'll be right back. So I, yeah. I called my nigga Big Rob. Like, yo. <laughs> Big Big Rob sound like a nigga with a gun. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> hey Big Rob, we got a Nelson situation over here. Any, Big Rob calling a nigga and his his nickname start with Big. He, he is up to no good. He's the shooter. Big Rob, I was like, Big Rob had just uh it was funny because Big Rob had just bought one of those big old Cadillacs. Mm. And he had Big Rob and the Big Caddy. Yeah. We used mm-hmm. to call him Cadillac Rob. That's even worse, Caddy Rob. Big Caddy Rob. So I was like, "Hey Rob, where, where you at?" He was like, "I'm at the, I'm at, the, I'm around the corner. What's up?" Yeah, man, my uncle just tried to kind of yoked up my sister. I, we need, you know, bring that through. And he was there within two minutes. He couldn't wait. Well, I've waiting for some action all day. He been waiting all. He just got that, the, that two. He had probably just got that maybe two days before. Rob been riding around the city all day with that bitch on his lap. Yeah. So Rob came over, and then I went outside to talk to Rob, and Rob was like, just, you know, we we ain't going to do nothing. We're going to chill. And then my uncle came outside. He was like, oh, y'all, he was drunk as fuck. <laughs> oh, y'all going to jump me? <laughs> he was like, y'all going to jump me? Y'all going to jump me? Oh, and, then, jump you. and then he seen the gun, because Rob had just had it. You know when a nigga get a gun, he just ready to use it. Yeah. He just brandishing it. Yeah, he been he was just it out since he walked out the store. Yeah, nah, out the store. He got that from the. Man. Well, you know what I mean. Are you think a nigga named Big Rob buying a gun? <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, oh, y'all was going to shoot me." <laughs> <laughs> Let me go sit my old ass down. He was like, "Damn," because he called me Big Boy. He was like, "Damn, it's like that, Big Boy." <laughs> <laughs> Anytime a nigga say "damn," it's like that. Yeah, he, he, in, a, he, he in a tough he, spot. He, he wasn't prepared for whatever about to go on. Nah, he damn, was. He was like already. He's like, "Damn, it's like that." It's like that. We family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you done yoked up my sister. You ain't nothing there. 
Mm-hmm. I'm be honest, be. I would I, I wouldn't be able to sleep in the same house as somebody who almost had me lined up. No, no lie. No lie. <laughs> you know, buddy, 50, 50 feet away from you. You done had Cadillac Rob pull up on you. Nah, Big, Big Rob was for play. Chef the Angry and Adam, episode Adam. 83. 83. 8-3, the big 8-3. I don't know why I said that like that. As I you... want y'all to know, I put Chef on a uh, on a red wine about two, three weeks ago. And now all he does, this nigga drinking wine like Cersei Lannister. Chef be drinking wine out of, out of mason jars. This As you can buddy. see, this is a red wine glass. I want you, I'm, and I'm this, gonna tell you how far Chef has come in these three weeks. I have mm-hmm. a red wine glass. I have a, I have champagne flutes, and I have goblets. Ooh, goblets! A nigga got goblets. That's for that's the white. That's, that's, that's for the white wine. You gotta drink red wine out the red wine glass. So Chef was at my crib, and I got the stemless wine glasses. So I pour up, I pour up some red wine. I'm like anybody wants some wine, I pour some shit up. I guess Chef didn't. Like not used to drinking wine, um, I drink my I drink my red wine at room temperature. I guess it wasn't cold enough for Chef. This nigga threw ice cubes in the glass. <laughs> I was uncultured. I said, "Bro, get out of my house." That was the most I, disappointing shit I had ever seen. That yeah. Chef is a uh, Chef done leveled up though since since twenty nineteen. Chef done leveled up. We're gonna uh, we're gonna put him on the wine, or are we keeping that under wraps? Say what? Huh? I said we're gonna put him on to the wine, or are we keeping that under wraps? You drink uh, Franzia. That I do. I put some cooking wine. Franzia. said it's cooking wine. I'm be honest. I don't want to eat nothing people cooking with Franzia. What do you mean? When people cook with wine and wine recipes, they use Franzia. I hear you, bro. I hear you. As, as y'all notice, Leo is not here. He's, you know, doing Leo things this week. I don't even know what that means, but we're going to rock with it. I'm assuming he's lifting weights and smoking weed. Or. Mm-hmm. You never know. Not my business. You never know. He's a wild card. Yeah. yeah. So shout out to Leo. We miss you, bro. I said we miss you like he passed us. <laughs> you got to get his face on a t shirt. Nigga, yeah. but the R- R- I- P- just then. Free, free Leo. Free, free my Leo. nigga till I see my nigga. Uh huh. Free my nigga till they say it back. I was about to say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I, 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 I so, Chef, you, I Chef is a half a glass of wine. Uh huh. So this is going to be an interesting episode. I was going to try to say Free Leo backwards. Like Future said, Eam Kerf. Keem Reef. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Keem Reef. Chef's <laughs> yeah, drunk. Chef take a shot drunk. of wine. Chef take a shot of wine and get loose. Oh, yeah. Nigga, Reef. Who you know taking shots of wine? Chef. I did not take a drunk shot of wine. Okay. Chef got wine in the shot glass. He's slamming that joint down like a, a wild draw four. Mm-hmm. Like a big joke, mm-hmm. the last domino. Right. How was uh? How was your, how was your week, drunky? Oh me, my week was plentiful. Okay, you got, you got eight days in it. I um, 
how can I explain this? With words. That's good. It was a good week. I, um, I met some new people. I went to a party. Okay. With, um, our sponsors had a party that I attended. I went. Mm, I, ain't no, I ain't get no invite. Well, you're in Philly. Yes. Your sponsors. Our sponsors oh. of the show. Oh, that was a that was, that was a, a you only invitation. No, mm-hmm. I yell and come. They had a party. Why ain't nobody party? Because you're not gonna come. Adam, you had did you did you get the, an invite to the party? I don't know why Chef and Co didn't get invited. Chef and Co. <laughs> That's wild. I ain't get an invite. Nigga, nigga ain't even mentioned an invite. Nigga ain't even mentioned a party. Fuck. Anyway. You're different in 2019, bro. Live your life, Queen. Malcolm is very... I'm not different. Malcolm is different, okay? What name dropping? I'm snitching. Tell us about your week. So you went to the party. I'm trying to tell you about my week and Trey keeps on cutting me off. Come on, Wino. That's how the Winos do. <laughs> Come on, bro. Get, your, get the fuck on with this, man. This is why we don't let you talk about your week. Bro, it was a good week. I'm done. That's it. I had a good you week. You didn't say nothing. It was I, I worked. I worked out. And I went to a party. That was it. Well, that let was really me tell my y'all week. about my week then. There you go. So let me tell y'all this, right? I'm sorry, guys. My 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 week was a little my week was a little shaky. Uh-huh. I ain't gonna hold you. I, I it was it became a bad week. If y'all follow me on Twitter, you may have seen this. I uh I ordered some Popeyes from Uber Eats. <laughs> Nothing out of the ordinary, right? You get my quarter pound of fried shrimp, fries, extra biscuit. Everything's good. How many pieces of shrimp? So is when that? I, I don't. It's, it's, it fills up the box that the three piece strips come in. Okay. So I ordered. I ordered the food. Nigga got shrimp filled to the brim. <laughs> it's a beautiful life. The food when it gets picked up by the driver, I noticed that the driver only has about a thirty some odd percentage rating. So I already know. Something not good is going to happen. And for whatever reason, it's always when I order from Popeye's that my order gets messed up. So you know what? Whatever. Maybe I'm missing a biscuit. Something tolerable. So I'm sitting in my living room watching some sports. And I get, you know, you get the alert on your phone with Uber Eats. Your driver's approaching, whatever, whatever. And I get an alert from the driver that says, package outside. I was like, what the hell does that even mean? And they threw your shit at the door like the paper boy. I opened my like door. Amazon package. And the quarter pound of shrimp is sitting on the concrete. I took a picture of it. I got into Uber's customer support so quick, and she ate one of my biscuits. She drank my drink. No, I don't know did. why she it's so it. much funnier that it's a she. <laughs> it she pissed me that. off. She ate my biscuits and drank my drink. Nah, she ain't do that. And the food was was cold. Cause she was too busy eating your biscuit. How many pieces of shrimp do you think she ate? She probably ate a good dozen. It was still filled up to the brim after the dozen. Uh, no, she had more shrimp than you had. I was pissed. I was pissed. But I got my money back and all is well. So everything's good. On the bright side of things, I got some spectacular news this week. Mm-hmm. So I did my ancestry DNA test. Oh my god! Uh, turns out my ancestors are from Congo and Cameroon. 
Uh, so shout out to the uh, Congolians. I don't know what we're called, but shout out to us. Uh, we live out here. You know what I'm saying? Live and direct. Come link with your boy if you're one of us. If not, stay in your lane. So you gotta uh, stop. You gotta stop banging Eritrea. Uh, well, you know, you know, it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You know what I'm saying? We just we you, moving the shaking. You didn't say anything just now. We're moving the shaking. That's all you need to know. Okay. Um, no, we drinking. Shout out. Also. I found out I'm part a little bit Native American, so you know that explains a lot. And uh, and lastly, you know they test your genes for different traits, so they found out if you're gonna have freckles, which I feel like you should know already just by looking at yourself. Um, but it said I will not go bald according to my genetics. So I'm sorry that you lost in the genetic pool, Steve. Uh, but we got winners on this show. What are you trying to so. say about my mom? I wouldn't say nothing about your mom. Uh oh. I felt like you were taking a shot at my mom. I think he was. I wasn't. I was taking a shot at you. you we don't disrespect Queens on this show. Mm-hmm. Anywho, moving along. I had a great week after that. Uh, I'm feeling good. Everybody from the Congo stand up one time. Everybody from the Congo. Nigga mm-hmm. find out he's from the Congo 45 minutes ago. Everybody from the Congo stand mm-hmm. up. My week is good. Pretty chill. I'm still going strong with this not expending excessive money. Oh, yeah. And we uh, we almost done with January, so I think I can make it through. Other than that, I've just been kicking it. Boring, but happy. You're living a wholesome life. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get, trying to, trying to live my life the right way. Put some paint where it ain't. Mm-hmm. Heard you. I'm right. Chef, you look like you got something to say. I'm going to talk about your Amazon Prime shrimp. My Amazon Prime shrimp? Listen, bro. I've never felt so disrespected. And this is the thing. This is what really pisses me off. Because where I'm sitting at in my house, in my living room, is right next to the window that goes out onto to outside. So I know she saw me. She didn't knock. She didn't ring the doorbell. She didn't do none of that. She either threw the shrimp or she placed it down on the concrete and went about her business and just messaged me, package on door. Like she had dropped some sneakers off. Yeah, like like it was the, 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 the newspaper, the Inquirer. I, I was appalled. I haven't been that angry in, in a good while, to be honest with you. You'll be all right, bitch. Amon Shepard and Tiana Taylor have a threesome and the other chick got pregnant. Casualties of war. Do y'all think Tiana is mad though? Well, can she be? Do we want to like, you know, they said it was a rumor and then they squashed it. But just like hypothetically. Hypothetically. Does your, like, you and your lady have a threesome, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And you get the other chick pregnant. Where's the condoms? You're missing a point. <laughs> you, you, and your, you and your lady having a threesome, you get the other chick pregnant. Like, does your lady have a space to be mad? I don't know if she does. Elaborate. It's something, um, you know, you you know, going into it, that that's a possibility of what could happen. Raw you dog... 
let, raw dog in the threesome is crazy, bro. Hold on, hold on. So let's let's throw a couple. Let's throw some some questions out there, right? So you're not gonna hit your lady with with a hat on. Right. That's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So so when you when you transitioning partners, are you throwing mm-hmm. one on? Yeah. That's fair. I don't think most people doing that. No, I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> so I don't think it's that. I think it's pretty normal. Now, if you if you have in the if you have threesome with two joints that neither are your lady, you might have to put three of them joints on. Just mm-hmm. to be one safe. On your, one on your hands and your feet. Uh-huh. You just never know what you're gonna get into. But I could if it's his wife too, and she said she's into that kind of stuff. Like you know, based on everything she said, this wasn't no treat. This was this is just what they do. Yeah. She knew what time it was. She knew what time it was. I don't think she I don't think she can be mad. I I take that back. I don't think she can be mad at him. She can be mad at the situation. She can be mad that, that her actions led her to this situation, but she can't be mad at him. What you think, Chef? Okay, so first of all, Right, mm-hmm. they should have been wearing condoms in this threesome because he's having sex with two women. I hear you. Am I off here? I think. I think. I think. Uh, well, like I said, if, and most people in this scenario are not wearing condoms. Well, I I wrote it on Twitter earlier, and um, when I asked how many condoms do y'all wear at the threesome, people just thought I was crazy. <laughs> That like that's not that's not that far fetched though. Like if you realistically, like the mindset you go into, like I'm assuming the mindset you have going into a threesome, you're already on some freaky shit. You being nasty. So a condom is probably like down the list of priorities. It definitely ain't at the top. Cause it like I don't think he wants to waste that experience. You know what I'm saying? Waste. Yeah, I think he wants. To, I think in that situation, most men would want to get the most out of that time. Mm-hmm. You, you can't want... get the most out of it having protected sex, bro. Having protected sex like swimming with jeans on. You just dirty dancing. I see. <laughs> y'all are nasty. You you in the pool, but you you're not comfortable. Oh, you're y'all are nasty, nasty. All right. That's what it is. You know it could be better. You know whatever you're doing could be better. Am I wrong? Yes. Well, okay. So if it's a threesome with like my girl so and let another me, girl, before before you get in your bag, let me ask you something. You think condoms like you think condom sex is as good as it gets? No. You took too long to answer that, to be honest. Is condom sex as good as it? Excuse me. Is condom sex as good as it gets? Probably not. Probably. Yes, probably not. You clearly it, ain't got no sense. I don't even know. It probably it probably gets better when you take the condom off. Okay. Okay. So does that mean you understand there's, what I was saying? There's a butt in there somewhere. There's I have no butt in, in that sentence. I personally there haven't is. had a lot of 
unprotected sex in my life. So I'm not privy. I don't think I'm privy to this conversation of unprotected sex. So your long your long term relationships, you use the condom the entire time. Correct. Okay. So why I ain't just go to the dance hall for all that? Well, we had unprotected we had unprotected sex for reasons of being probably long distance, et cetera, et cetera. But <laughs> Bro, except the that, way you keep leaning into the mic is killing me. Yeah, the, that that wine is kicking you. All ass, all right? I'm saying is right. If you're in a if you're having a threesome with your girl and another girl, you're gonna you can't just <laughs> your girl should probably make you put on a condom with the other girl. It might ruin the flow or the motion of it. But it just seems a little more logical here. Sure. We all know everything ain't logical. Yeah, common sense ain't common. Common. Well, the threesome ain't logical seats. because you got to eat two pussies at once. Oh, I'm not eating. Nah. At once? Dog, if you're giving head to one, you have to give head to both at the threesome. So what you got? At what you got once, them, bro? At once, you got them stacked up like a Big Mac on top of each other? <laughs> nigga got them, nigga got them stacked so up like Oreos. <laughs> You surrounded like an Oreo, <laughs> like a Whopper. Yeah, you you in a nasty situation. You can't. Somebody do it somebody told me it's like Golden Corral. Oh, I love me some Golden Corral. This nigga over there sweating. <laughs> I, honestly, though, I don't... Big Rob used to love Golden Corral. <laughs> <laughs> we did, conversation came full circle. Uh, shout out to Big Rob, man. We're <laughs> a legend out here, but I agree. Yeah. I think if you if you're in a threesome, you you gotta use the you gotta use the condom on the on the chick that's not your shorty. Listen, I don't disagree with that. All I'm saying is I think it sounds good, but I in practice you get caught up in that moment, and you and you gonna boss the wall. But I, I from what I'm told, condoms ruin like the. Like the motion of the the act, I guess you have to get up and get a condom and put it on and etc. Let me ask you this: I'm gonna tell you right now, if I'm using condoms in a threesome, I'm having them bitches tied around my neck like a Cuban link. <laughs> you gonna look like uh, uh what's yeah. buddy name from Black Panther? T'Challa. Yeah, T'Challa <laughs> when he got his necklace. <laughs> oh yeah. Pop the bitches baby, right off. Like baby, on which one you want? Yeah. That's funny. Oh yeah. No, I'm keeping them. I'm keeping them in with their arms reach at all times. I'll be honest. I don't. I don't think I want to have one. A condom a honestly seen... <laughs> Say that again, sir. <laughs> Say that again. A condom <laughs> or a threesome? I'm gonna ask you. Yes. I'm ask you one. I'm gonna ask you one more time. Are y'all niggas gonna stop laughing and start talking? <laughs> I don't. I don't want either of those things. That's that's like that girl on Twitter said. Do you want to be in a relationship? Do you want to be right or do you want to be in a relationship? <laughs> that's some, some truth there. It's a tough choice. Want to be right or you want to be happy? Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. What were you talking? What were you talking about? He said he don't want a threesome. 
Adam say he, he don't know if he want to call him a threesome. I just yeah, I don't like. I don't know. It just it, it just ain't something that I've ever been like. Yeah, I need that to happen. Yeah, I right. know that's on. I know it's on a lot of people's bucket list. It just hasn't been that for me. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't want a threesome. I don't want to see my girl giving another girl a head. I'm. Nah, I'm no, I don't want none of that. Mm-mm. You gonna leave her alone? Two women at once just sounds like a lot. Maybe I won't like it. I'm interested in finding out though. I'm not mad at that. Mm. Huh. I'm not mad at that at all. But like I, I get, like I get the appeal of it. Right. I just don't know. I just don't think it's for me. If I had, a, also, if I have a good performance at a threesome, you you won't be able to tell me shit. I was about to say. I also feel like a threesome is one of those. See like where it's, it's either really like it's you on one end of the spectrum or the other. Right. Like it could go really good or really bad. Like I don't think I, I don't think somebody's ever just been like, oh yeah, I'm cool. I feel like it. I feel like it's for the guy involved. He go, he ain't gonna care either way. But I I definitely get that on the on the on the chicks end of it. Then uh, you know. Let's say, Trey, since you since you're interested in finding out, if a, if a chick offered you a threesome for threesome exchange, so she lets you rock with one, you gotta let her do her thing as well. I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna use uh I'm gonna use the the logic that I've always understood that if it's two dudes, it's a train. Okay. Bingo. So, how many threesomes equal a train? What? Excuse me? How many threesomes she got to give you before you give her a train? No. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that three that I heard? No. Oh, four. N. <laughs> oh. So it's the, what's, what's the exchange rate? It's got to be some exchange rate. One to zero. That's insane. I'd rather just not have none of it. Fuck yeah, that. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, if that if, if that's what it is, nah, I'm cool. You could say it's a double standard, whatever. Yeah, you're right. Mo- moving along. All right. I guess that's what it is. Because that is nah, that is terrible. If your girl hits you up talking about she wants the double penetration. I don't know if it's your girl is terrible, but what if it's not your girl? What if it's just a jump? Are you more open to it? No. Nah. I don't want no parts of a joke. Nah, 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 nah. nah. You're, you're a liar. You're a liar. I don't want to. You're, you're I, a I, damn liar. I don't I'm thirty-three. Want no I don't train, want no bro. parts. I don't want no part of no train. I never like even when I was young and all the niggas I all the niggas I was cool with like in high school like running a train was like the the dope shit to do. Like I I never been interested Mm-mm. in running a train on a train. Not for me. Like don't nothing about this. <laughs> nothing about this sound like that's what's up. Yeah, when I was in high school, the dope shit was finger popping chicks at the movie theaters. Those are the good old days. I'm cool. I'm cool on trains. I'm interested in. I'm interested in threesome. I'm cool on trains. All right. Tree, you heard it here first, ladies. You you, you eating um, both the pussies at the threesome? You got to. Yeah, you kind of no. got to. You no, got to. You don't. You don't. Twitter bro. said and social media said at the. Like they not doing it if you're not giving them head. The women too. Twitter, Twitter also said if you if you make a hundred thousand dollars at like 
at the that end of the year. That don't apply to this conversation. No, I'm just talking about the dumb <laughs> shit Twitter says. It does apply. I hear you. You got you to gotta eat them both. Yeah, you got one too. If it's one source, I ain't going to for advice. You got to eat them both, bro. No, you don't. You leave one high and dry. Nigga, you don't even want to have a threesome. I'm not willing to commit to that. That's why I removed myself from the equation. You, sir, said you're interested in trying. So yeah, you got to deal with all the, you everything that comes them. with the territory. Mm-hmm. That's where you're wrong. Not at the same time. One could be the conductor, one could be the caboose. Nigga want the pussy double stacked up. Yeah, bro. Double stuffed Oreo. That's going to be a long night. Boy. <laughs> That's gonna be... Well, I'm going to tell you, you going to get some sleep after that. <laughs> you going to get some sleep. I and you're going to be a chiropractor. Both of y'all get the fuck out of here. I don't, know. I don't feel like... Mm-mm. You're going to look at them different going forward. You nasty motherfucker. So you having a threesome in your bed that you and your lady sleep in? I'm, I wouldn't be in the predicament. <laughs> Duck that one quick. <laughs> Is that a hotel only thing? I'm not having a threesome in the bed that I sleep in, bro. Okay. That I, that I rest my that I rest my body in every night. No, bro. You gonna wake up shaking in the middle of the night. Get cold sweats like Dwayne Wade in that Gatorade commercial. Uh huh. Your soul gonna be there, but your body your body gonna be somewhere else, bro, for the rest of your life. I'm not doing that. So we got snakes on the agenda. I hear you. Is Future wrong about how he feels about Russell Wilson? No. Why don't you you state how he feels? Just so everybody understands. Well, Future basically said that the way Sierra handled the baby situation is like she didn't introduce him to Russell Wilson before she introduced the baby and all that. And that's what he had a problem with. You got an inside source on this? No, that's what he said. When I, I hear him, like, don't, like, if you want to bring, like, it'll be different. Like, it's always double standard. But if you want to bring my child around somebody new, I should have the right to meet them first. I don't think he's okay. asking for a lot. Let me ask you this. If you're not in that child's life regularly. But who says he's not in that child's life? I'm just asking the question. If you're not in that child's life regularly, do you feel like you ha- you still have that right to say that? Yes. You've lost your goddamn mind. I but I feel like the 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 narrative. Also, the narrative on future is like he's a deadbeat dad, and that's like the you know the Twitter thing, you know. Oh, he doesn't. He's not in his child's life, and this, this, and this. But nobody knows. They're they're not there. So when they say, well, like when they give their opinion on the matter, it's always, oh, he's a deadbeat dad. He's not in the child's life. Why does it matter? But if he if he's co-parenting with Sierra, he has a say. From the outside looking in, it doesn't look that that they're doing a good job of co-parenting because of the pictures that you see. From from I mean, I can only go off of what I see. I can't that's what he's saying. It's, that's what he said. The outside looking in. Oh, I mean, I I can't form you just like if you know how IG models take pictures and hold on to pictures. They don't post all their content at one time. Who knows when anybody takes pictures and posts them? Just like we took pictures on New Year's Eve, and you might not post them till two or three weeks from now. 
Why are you putting my business out there like that? I wasn't talking about you. I'm talking to Adam. Why are you putting my business out there like that? Because me and you have a random conversation. <laughs> that, just, that just gives you, you know what? Moving along. But all I'm saying is, you nobody knows what's going on. They only know, they know what you, what's the saying? Half of you, what you, whatever. I got what? you. I don't, I don't know, know what you're saying, but I got you. But all I'm saying is you can't like if we're if you're not in it, you can't really judge it. So if he's saying all he's saying is basically it would have been nice to meet the man that you're gonna have in my son's life. That's all he's saying. I get what he's saying. And I'm not knocking what he's saying. And if he's in his kid's life, then I think he has the right to say that. You know what I'm saying? But I feel I feel, I feel like like logically looking at it, and of course like this this stuff going on. So who knows, right? Once you you right, I don't really know what's going on. I can only look from the outside looking in. But as much as it seems that Sierra's with Russell Wilson, seems like he he'd have met son by now. It seems like if he, he if he's with, like if he he's with his have. if he's spending time with his kid, his kid spending mad time with Russell Wilson. Seems like he would have met him by now. But these are like rich ass people. They, you know, they got people to drop the baby off and come pick the baby off. They ain't doing it hand in hand. Like I, he, Sierra's not going to Russell Wilson. I mean, to Future and dropping the baby off. Yeah, but if you're if you're successfully co-parenting, then like it's it wouldn't be uncommon that you know your baby father stops by the crib where where their kid lives. You were talking about like. Celebrity athletes and celebrity musicians. I'm ta- I'm talking about successful co-parents, and that's what I'm talking about. But regardless, but it be regardless of what your situation is, regardless of what the situation is, for a professional athlete and a professional musician. I, I hear that, but I also think that a professional athlete, a professional musician, would still want to see where their kid lives. My, exactly. My thing as a parent, bro, I agree with the whole the whole sentiment of the whole sentiment of. If we're like if if I'm involved in my child's life, like if we're if we're co-parenting and you're going to be introducing him to somebody who in your life is a permanent fixture and that will be a constant part of his life, I need to meet this person. I need to like I I need to know where y'all are staying. I need to know what condition and what type of people my child is going to be around. Absolutely. That, and, that, and, that, and that's that, normal. Exactly, and I don't even feel like that's asking a lot. Like that, that, that doesn't seem unreasonable to me. I get what you're saying. Like it's not as simple as because of their schedules. It's not like oh he can just drop in and shit like that. I'm I'm rocking with that. But at the same time, like my my whole like me looking at it from the outside in on what future is saying about Sierra, like, oh, you never did anything to kind of bridge that gap. I got to, I got to co-sign that if it's true. Yeah. And the same, and the same thing goes, if future has a, like a, a, a chick, that's a, like a, a constant fixture in his life. If their child is going to be around this person, the other parent should like, you should at least extend the courtesy to allow that parent to meet the other person. Right. Well, like future said in an interview, he said, Sierra offered, you know, told him to come meet Russell, and he turned it down. He said it was too late. Like he don't want to meet him now, because it was after he, the fact. 
and and what what that tells me is that he's doing it more out of petty reasons than out of just wanting the the well being of his child. Yeah. Because right. regardless, if he well, if he was just like I want to make sure this person's good with my kid or you know whatever his thought process would be there, then he'd be like, I right, bet I still want to meet this person. He might still be upset with the timing of it. You know what I'm saying? And also like, of course he's busy. You know he's torn. He's doing this that whatever. But like, if your kid is your priority. You gonna figure out some time to make that happen, because well, like that, that also gives him access to to go. He has the money to fly wherever he wants to, so it doesn't matter where they're at. He can go. The interview was long, but it wasn't like he wasn't talking down on Russell Wilson as a person. It was more about his ongoing situation with Sierra. Because people like they make it seem like he's bitter or he's not over. He was just excuse me. It's just more or less like. He wanted to meet Russell before you brought baby future around Russell. But he's happy that Russell has, I mean, baby future has a stepdad like Russell. So That's a if good baby dude. future want to play football, he's going to get the best training. or He has the best of both worlds, you know. If you want to be a musician, Sierra is a, as a singer. He's a, he's, he's a songwriter. If he wants to be an athlete, he got Russell Wilson. He has the best of both worlds. So whatever he wants to do, unlimited money, whatever. His his thing was just more about meeting Russell and how Sierra handled the situation. And and, and I he, get that. Go ahead, Trey. Go ahead. Even with him being petty, like we like, did we honestly expect Future not to be petty? The same nigga who said after I hit it, you should never let a square get it. Like that nigga, we expected that nigga not to be petty. Uh, oh no, I I was. If it's it's two things I expect you to do, and it's disrespect women to be petty. Because that's just that's naturally who he is. But at the same time, like I do kind of understand the whole, the whole like, damn, I don't want to meet the nigga now. Like I I believe the nigga a good dude and shit like that. Like I, it's not it's not that. It's just it's more the principle of the whole fact that you're going to have my child around this man. I need to like look him in his face, and I, and I get that. I get what you're saying, Trey. But I I just feel like if it if it was if it was fully sincere, which we 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 can put that off the table. We know there was some some factor of pettiness in there, just given the type the person that he is. At least what we see through his music. All right. We know that there was some type of pettiness there, but if it was fully sincere and it was just about the well being of his child, he he would have he would have took that opportunity. But like, yeah, I want I want to meet him. Right, I even after even my after kid every day, yeah. No, I, I I get that, but at the same time, like you, I also see it from the other perspective of, because I already know, like the argument against it has been like, oh, like if you care so much about your child, why would you? Why weren't like why wasn't you willing to do the things that the mother was asking you to do in order to keep y'all together to be. A, what she felt was a positive influence on her and y'all's child. And that's, I mean, that's that's a question that you gotta ask. Fucking future. Well, I can't really speak to that. I ain't got that. Yeah, that and I mean, yeah, and, and and with that though, like that gets into like you know why him and Sierra broke up. Which like you can be broken up and be a great parent. Like that's that's no excuse for anything. Right. You ain't gotta y'all ain't gotta be together to be to to be great parents and to be positive role models and all this and that. Um so yeah, I I, I don't know. Like I said, there's 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 a lot of this that we don't know. We obviously don't see the day to day of it too much. Um but just from the outside looking in, 
it seems like there might be a little bit of blame on both sides. I can't I can't really say either one is fully right. But uh No, it's definitely both parties definitely guilty to a degree. Yeah. You know. That's my biggest that's one of my biggest uh fears. Like I hate heartbreak as is, but like going through a marriage and then having the co parent and all that shit, I'd be salty as hell. I ain't gonna lie. You, I feel like you might be, but once you get into it, you might be alright. Nigga, I'm, I'm, nah, I don't know. I'm always want my girl back. Fuck that. Nigga say he got his mind made up. Yeah, even I'm if always, you don't want her back, always, I don't I'm want nobody else to have her. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta like if you got, if you got a if you got a woman that you gonna marry and have kids with. Why would you want to leave her? Like you know what I mean. I mean, what if she doesn't? She's no longer that person. What if she's not that person that you're in the marriage? You gotta make it work. No, you don't. I feel like you gotta make shit work. Like figure it out. So you want your girl back right now? You want your girl back right now? What? No, you heard him. No, I know you heard him. He said, "Do you want your girl back right now?" I'm talking about a hypothetical situation. Nigga, I'm, you said you feel like you should always want her back. Like, you should make it work. Yes, you should want the the girl back. If you so marry her you. and have kids with her, you, should want all, you shouldn't want to lose her. You should want to do what, what you have do to you do dirty? to get her back. What if she do you dirty? Define dirty. Cheat. What if she cheat on you? You still gonna you want to back? You gotta forgive her. You get you get through it. Shit ain't marriage and oh, shit ain't what? You wildin', bro. I think you gotta get through that shit. You don't just give up on I mean, somebody I think you once, love and like. Once you once you marriage, you got you 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 gonna work a little harder to do that. But at some point, you still gotta like if it ain't bro, working, it ain't working. If, you, if you're not, not if you're not gonna giving. die for the shit or be all in for it through all the problems and the mishaps, then why be in it at all? No, 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 no. All no, the problems. See, you got it. When you get when you stand up there before God and the people that you care about the most, and you take those vows to honor and respect this person, that's agree. That's you saying, I will never violate the sanctity of our marriage, of our sacred union. I will not violate that. When you make that promise and then you go against that and step outside of the marriage, that's you telling another person, I don't hold you as high in value as I originally stated that I did. On the other side of that, it's like you told me you was going to do this. You gave me your word and then you went against your word. Why should I have to stick around for that? Because it's through thick and thin. So at what? All right, so let me ask you this. I'm at you, what point? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Like, I, I, there's got to be a breaking point. Like, what does what does she start hitting you? The burning your point, stuff. The breaking. I I would think the breaking point is after you try and try. You give it your all, and it still don't get better. I think but that's, that's what the breaking. About. That's what we. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying. Dubber oh, at the first sight of uh, a yeah, conflict, the first, the first sign of trouble. You but, tried to but work as, through it, but but it, but, but you, you want the same though. Like if you cheated on your girl, you gonna you might go through the most just to get her to forgive you and take you back and all kinds of shit. But you can't make her take if if she if she is in the space that 
I can't like I I can't do it. I'm too heartbroken. I can't do it. I can't, like I I can't move forward with this. She's not wrong. And you gotta respect it's, that. It's your fault, y'all did to begin with. It ain't about like it like Adam said. It ain't you ain't running at the first sign of trouble. You try to work through the shit. You just can't. Yeah. Bro, that's the that's the that's the thing about being in relationships, bro. You either gonna spend the rest of your life with that person, or y'all gonna break up. It's only two options. It's and you only can't one spend or two out, outcomes. And you can only find one person to spend the rest of your life with. I only want to get married once. So if I get married, I'm in it for the long haul. I hear so I'm, I just, I'm I just saying for me. <laughs> I ain't staying in no toxic relationship, dog. I don't so care. Chef, I... Chef you willing to be there's, in a relationship There's ways you... to make it untoxic. And I think but when what... it's toxic, I just think it's because you 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 giving up. No, you're not bro. trying to fix it. There's marriage counseling. There's a whole bunch of shit. But that, but that doesn't work The same way you got a woman is the same way you keep her. Okay, right Chef, but let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Chef. Not that, could be wrong because people change over time. Exactly. Is that not true? Yeah, people change. You so, may not be, be that person that they that they need that they want or need anymore, and you can't change that. You can't. That's, that's just what it that's is. That's not something that you did. That's a decision on their part. You can only do so much, bro. You can't dictate how other people think and feel. And then and then adding on to that, you're talking about being married with kids. A toxic marriage is going to affect the children. They're going to see that. Y'all arguing in the crib. You know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't you know, holding it down like y'all supposed to. The kids are going to see that. Nigga said the only way the relationship get toxic is because you stop trying. No, the relationship toxic because one motherfucker won't stop cheating. At what point? At what point am I supposed to be like, uh, yo, I'm out. Cut it out. I'm done. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's a there's a breaking point, and it's not at the first sign of wrong. You you on your way out. But usually, it's obviously not that. Usually, people have uh. You about to you about to make a really generalized statement, and I want you to be careful with it. Most of the time, if there's something wrong in a relationship. Before you get to the breaking point, there's a communication part where somebody says, hey, you're doing this. I don't like it. I need you to change this about you or what you're doing. Before it gets to the part of giving up and quitting and all the arguing and all that, there's a point where somebody says, you're doing this and I don't like it. I agree. You're 100% right. So if you change that, right? I'm just saying, what I'm saying is there's ways to avoid cheating and, and toxic relationships. Not in it's not just because you're not compatible. It's more or less, because you could be compatible, but it's more or less what you do like to grow with the person. But, but Chef, what, what, if, what if you're not compatible? Not yeah, what if you're just not compatible anymore? By, how, long do you think, how, how long do you think it takes to find out if you're not compatible? It's That's hard, not... Seth, because you could... All right, Seth, let's say you, you get in a relationship today, right? How old are you? Are you 32, 33, 31? 33. 33 years old. You get in a relationship today, right? Let's say y'all in a relationship for five years, whatever, just for even number sake, and you propose, y'all get married, right? Boom, y'all been together five years, y'all get married. Let's say y'all married another 10. You and her, not going to be the same person 10, 15 years from now that you are today. And that's, and that's fair, right? 
And that's not saying y'all should just be like, oh, well, we've changed and we should move along, or this is happening and we should move along. But the person that that like the person that she needs you to be just might not be who you are. Or the person that you need her to be might not be who she is. And it's okay to recognize that and say, you know what? We're gonna move on. You you definitely try. You definitely try to make it work. You absolutely try to figure it out, right? Because once you're that deep in, that ain't something you just that just goes away overnight. That takes time. And even the whole process of of ending that takes time, like from a legal standpoint and all that. Like all that takes time. It's impossible to do overnight. But at some point you have to recognize that this just ain't what it is anymore. And that's okay. It doesn't make you or her a bad person. It just means y'all not meant for each other. And that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. So what makes a person compatible? That's not a nigga, question you can just nigga, answer. That, not that's a fact subjective, sheet. nigga. I, but I'm asking, like, what kind of characteristics would make a person that's, compatible? It's subjective. Because the only reason I say that is is because there's always the whoever you're with, there's always going to be something that they do that you don't like, right? Right. So you either have, you either have to put up with it and sacrifice how you feel about it, or you don't at all. It's either one or the other. If you, if yes. I if I if if I'm with a woman and she don't like that. I play Xbox, right? I get what you're saying. Our relationships take compromise. Yeah, that's Com- very, that's 100 true. But there's some things that ain't a compromisable situation. Yeah, chef. You, you, chef, if you if you're going to sit here and tell me you don't have any non-negotiables in your life, like for me, I don't care who it was, and I don't care what we got in common. If a chick smokes cigarettes, that's it's over. like it, it. I can't. I cannot do it. And if and if we're in a relationship and we've been together for five years, and all of a sudden she starts picking up smoking cigarettes. We have to have that conversation, like you said. I need you to change this. I'm not okay with this, and I can't be okay with this. I don't care if we got no kids, five kids, and we raising a small motherfucking army. If <laughs> you she starts smoking, huh? yeah. If she starts smoking <laughs> cigarettes, we gotta figure this out, or we gotta make peace with this and find a way to co-parent. Because I'm not. I can I have seen what what cigar, what cigarettes do to people. From a help outside of just finding it disgusting and not liking the smell and all of that shit, I've seen what it does to people. I've seen people riddled with lung cancer from smoking cigarettes. I cannot do that, and that is that does not mean that I'm not trying. That does not mean that the relationship is toxic because I won't do what it takes. That's not something that I can be okay with. And that's a you. There's only so much you can compromise. There's only so much you can give to somebody else. Before you lose who you are, yeah. And once they and, cross that threshold, m- more than likely it ain't no going back. And, and to Trey's point, that's it. Ain't like if him and his lady, if him and a lady are married, and she pick up a cigarette one day, that he just say, you know what, get the divorce papers ready. No, right? It's it's not a, at all. It's a process to try to resolve that. You know what I'm saying? It's to hey, how, and it's even a, like, how can I help you fix this particular thing, or like, how can we get through this, right? But if if you hit the point where, hey, this is not something I'm willing to budge on, this is not something you're willing to budge on, and it's a very serious thing, because it ain't like you putting the toilet roll on backwards. You know what I'm saying? This is that's a serious thing, right? There's this serious things that cannot be compromised on. All right. And I'm willing to work towards something as long as what's happening is positive, as long as there's progress being made. 
if I feel like I'm trying to fix it and the other party doesn't want to do what it takes to meet me in the middle and fix what's wrong, then at a certain point, you got to have enough sense to be like, yeah, I'm not going to keep doing this shit. Yeah. And, and that's with any type of relationship, but especially with a marriage. Yeah, you can't you like staying 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 in a toxic relationship just for the sake of oh you've been in it and we can't give up because we've been in it so long. I don't believe in it. I believe that you should you should do everything you can to try to hold that together. I'm agreeing with you there, but staying in it outside of that when when both parties aren't doing what it takes to make it work, no. Yeah, and that's I ain't what I'm rocking with that. Both parties are in it and both parties are giving it their all to make it work. That ain't what you said earlier, though. You said you should say you should stay in it no matter what. And also, you should find a way to make it work. Is what I'm saying. But but every situation isn't workable. If you love a person, I think the love um, trumps the compatibility. No, it it ain't always enough, bro. And I know you know this for for a fact because we have had this conversation as friends. We have had this conversation. You cannot want something for somebody more than they want it for themselves and it work. That's right. So regardless of how much you love somebody and how much you want them to change and how much you want them to stop doing this, if they don't want it enough to stop, it ain't shit you can do about it. It ain't shit love can do about it. Yeah, love ain't always enough, bro. So you can either allow yourself to be miserable and stuck in that or... You can do what it takes to make your peace with it and try to move on with your life so you can be happy. Cause nobody should have to nobody should have to stay in something that's toxic. Just that's for the it. sake of staying in it. Correct. Because you because you've been in a relationship for him or because you married or because you got kids. Now, Obviously, like you shouldn't just toss your marriage out because yeah. you're, because Shorty Shorty don't fucking maybe she don't wash the dishes. Enough or some shit like that. But it's some. It's it, all we're saying is it's some stuff that is valid reason to end it. That's all. We're yeah, saying. you can't. You can't. It's okay. certain 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 shit you can't get past. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. It's time for granted, this from this this from three niggas who ain't never been married before. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> three, three niggas who don't know nothing about me. Nigga, my longest relationship might have been a year and a couple months. A bunch of a bunch of misguided advice. Uh, uh, man. All right, let's get into these Ask Adams, man. Um, all right, our first Ask Adam is a little vulgar. <laughs> oh wait, before we get into Ask Adam, we got a we got a quick uh quick note from my sponsors. That chef went to the party and didn't invite nobody else. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the skin, ignorance isn't actually bliss. Understanding your skin and how it works is super important. It isn't a one-size-fits-all solution. Hence why IL & Co. is a brand made for everyone, for everyone by people who care about your skin. They have products for everyone in every skin type. Chef, can you tell the people what the promo code is? The promo code is C-A-A-P. Mm-hmm. And you can I'll use that code to get 10% off your next order. Charlie Alpha Alpha Potato. I used it the other day. Did you? On some beard oil. Because I ran out. That beard oil is something else. Let me tell you. I might might try it. I want to see if it acts like fertilizer. (laughs) 
Adam wants his shit to grow. Remember how Elmer Fudd put that that hair tonic on and a flower grew out his head? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I want. That's what I want. All right, let's get to these questions because I got some it's answers. It's time for Ask Adam. Uh, the you first can send your Ask Adams to CAA Podcast at you make, your ladies, you make your lady squirt in bed. It's anonymous. What's your initial reaction? Are you treating it like pee or is it a turn on? You ever been, uh, yeah, as kids, it's not a good way to start this answer. It's not. <laughs> it's not. You ever been, you ever been hot outside and you got put your face in front of the fire hydrant or the hose? You know, say cool off a little bit. Picture that. No, no, I don't want to. <laughs> no, you know what? No, you trying to draw a correlation between. Squirting a child and, and squirting and is nah. I can't. I, no, no, no. That's why I stopped and I changed it. I changed it. That's and, why I didn't see you ever been hot. Nah. Yeah, I'm not hot. Uh, I'm not. I'm not rocking. I'm not. Mm-mm. Yo, yo. Hey Trey, when you when when you play ball? No, sir. No, ask just, me no you questions. Ever, you ever no, just squirted the no Gatorade questions. on your face? No. Or the water? No. Adam, you be. That's how you be when your girl squirt. You ever be in the in the shower and you just look Adam. up and just let it. No. You never been in the shower? No. You never been in the shower? <laughs> All right, well, I'll let, I'll let Big Steve take it from here. No, Thank Adam. God. I <laughs> um, I honestly don't know how the fuck I would react. I've never been with a chick that squirts, so I don't... I mean, I don't... I really don't know. I don't know what to... You gotta, you gotta get a glass. Okay. Okay. All right. Go- then you, grab the purple, then you grab the purple right. Kool-Aid and the sugar. All right. The next Ask Adam. Hold on, hold on. We got somebody who ain't answer. Nope, it's okay. I think I'm done talking about it. Yeah, I, I don't have nothing else to add to that. Get you the glass. What do you do with the glass? You make Kool-Aid. That, uh, that question was from Redacted, by the way. Mm-mm. Of course it was. <laughs> I have never surprised <laughs> y'all are match made in here <laughs> um, next ask Adam is from I want this low oh it's also anonymous do you think that um oh boy Oh yeah, this this some this some typos in this one. <laughs> Look, man, y'all gotta learn how to use the English language if y'all gonna send these shits in. I'm skipping uh... this. <laughs> Is that bad? Yeah, I'm skipping this. I kind of some, was reading now. Somebody, was... nah, I'm not reading this. No, read it. Come on, come on. No, please, I can't. Please, I can't. Bro, please. I, I can't. I'm not please, reading. Please. I'm not reading. Next question. Wait. The di- what, what's the difference between being liked and being valued? And why do people struggle to appreciate like a good partner? One I more think time. being liked is being tolerated. What's the difference between being liked and being valued? And the second part of the question is, why do people struggle to appreciate a good partner? Like finding the value in a good partner. Hmm. I'm assuming this is coming from someone who... Feels like they were a good partner, and maybe they didn't make the the roster cut. And go, go, so I'll let you take lead on this one. 
I don't know. I was going to feed off y'all shit. Mm, well, that's not a good answer. Because uh, I think being like, you can like somebody and not value them. But I don't think you can value somebody and not like them. It depends on how you define like. Like, but I don't think it, I, don't even, I don't even think it just stands for relationships. I think that stands for like friendships and everything. That's I think true. that goes that that goes a long way to appreciate and value somebody. Like you value them as a person, you value them for their time. You know. Yeah. You true. value the relationship that y'all. Yeah. But when you like somebody, oh, I just like them. I can like somebody on cool. Instagram. They cool. But like I said, yeah, I, I think it depends on how you define liking somebody. And that, in that sense, yeah, like, you know, va- valuing someone it, it's, it's to me, seems more like seeing the importance of that person uh, or really, really appreciating that person when you value somebody. That's that's what comes to mind when I hear, when I think of valuing somebody. All right. I, I'm, I'm going to agree. Um, maybe throw a little caveat in there. I think you find... Value is based off of value is based off of what what that person does for your life. If that put if that person doesn't contribute to your life in a positive way, then they don't have any value in your life. You may like that person for whatever the case may be. Maybe the sex is good, but outside of that, that person doesn't bring any real value to your life. Right. Now, if that if that person is somebody who maybe they got you into reading and reading helped you learn more about yourself, or that person started taking you to church and church helped you, you know, be more at peace with yourself, or X, Y, and Z, whatever. If that person is bringing is is a benefit to your life, then you find value in them. And that's not like Chef said. It's not it's not just it's not just romantic. It can be it can be a friend. Yeah. Like there, there are like people who I know people like throw around the word like friend loosely, and I'm guilty of it in some cases as well. Like I'm not saying that I'll throw out the word friend for people who I may not be as close to, but to be somebody's like to me how I how I typically look at it to somebody to be my friend they contribute to my life. They are my life would be worse off if you weren't a part of my life. That's a good way of looking at it. And I think it like uh, also agreeing with Chef said you can like somebody and not value them, but I don't think you can value somebody and not like them. Maybe uh, maybe if you're looking at it from the standpoint of like business and shit like that. Like I all right, I need you to get this contract done, but I don't really fuck with you. I I think in that case that's not so much value in the person. But you value in the specific aspect of it. Yeah, what they can do for you. Yeah. That's true. Because without that, you know, then they're then they they no longer that loses their value once they can't do that, right? And, and and at the same time, like you were talking about, you know, somebody you just like because, you know, the sex is good or whatever. I mean, you value that aspect of them, but you may not value them as a whole. There's a piece right. of them that, that provides value to you. And the second part of the question is why don't or why do people struggle to appreciate a good partner? I think it's just one of those things where I, I think it, each situation is different, obviously. But one, if you 
if you're in it, sometimes it's hard to see what what's actually happening from the outside in. You know what I'm saying? If you're if you're in a relationship, sometimes it's like, hey, this is just what it is, right? This is the, this is what I'm accustomed to doing. This is you know, like you you become used to it and com- almost complacent. And so I think for some people that can be an issue, but maybe they don't see or they don't appreciate as much some of the things that some of the value that that person is bringing to them. I think you can, you can go underappreciated if you think if um, it's kind of like a taken for granted kind of thing, you know. Like all the like, if you do a bunch of good shit, you want to be appreciated for it, you know. And uh, I think that's really it with that. I think it also depends on like your love language because yeah. different people different people find appreciation in different shit. Like, for, like some of the words, some of the, the the types of I don't remember all the shit, but it's like words of affirmation, gift giving, acts of service. And I can't it's like physical shit. touch. Yeah, there's um, one more I think. But so like for me, like words of, words of affirmation is is uh, is one of mine. I had to take like this. I had to take that. Uh, I don't know if anybody ever took the Myers Briggs like personality assessment, but yeah, I take had to take all this shit in college. Uh, but so for me, like. I I love like providing and doing things for people, whether it's they know I'm gonna do it, whether it's a surprise. Like I I find I take pride in being able to do things for people I care about, regardless of how small or how grand it is. Um, but for me, like a, the thing that I appreciate the most is people showing gratitude. And regardless of whether it's some essay explaining how grateful they are for whatever was done or whether it's a, damn, bro, I really appreciate it. Just a simple, like, acknowledge, acknowledging the fact that something has been done for you is enough for me. So, like, that, for me, may be good, but for somebody else, and if you want to take it to a romantic standpoint, if you want to look at it from the perspective of, Somebody, say your girl clean the house, and you come home. You're like, damn, babe, appreciate you cleaning the house. Like, thank you so much. It's so nice coming home to a clean crib. For her, she may hear that and be receptive to that. But what's really gonna show her that like you really appreciated that is you like cuddling with her or some shit like that. Coming home with some flowers or something. Yeah, it's just it's different. Yeah. It's everybody, so everybody responds differently. Correct. So va- value is value is measured differently by by different people, which is yeah, it's tough. True. It's tough and shit like that. Like when people ask questions like this, it's tough to give generalized answers because these shits are so subjective. Like what I like, somebody else ain't gonna like. What somebody else like, Adam ain't gonna like. Like it's yeah. just that's just how it is. What I value, you ain't gonna value necessarily. Right. Yeah, I, I I definitely you know thinking about that, I, I definitely think that that plays a part in it. That like. Because especially if you're someone who who believes in you know like there's someone for everybody, you know there it could be somebody that for you was a terrible partner because y'all you know y'all love languages or the things y'all value y'all just didn't connect. But for somebody else, it could be everything they needed, everything they wanted, hmm. and that doesn't make either of y'all a bad partner in general. It just means y'all might be bad partners for each other. 
Did you All answer right. that? Yeah. Okay, we got time for one more. Shoot. We had um, we had an hour and sixteen. Shoot. We here. Okay. Let's, get, let's get one more of these. Then. Start it. Uh, this question is from Dark Skin Patrick Mahomes. Wait, what? Is that how is that how this person requested to be addressed? No, it's Jay Shakur. Ah. Oh, Jay Shakur. Yeah. <laughs> Dark Skin Patrick Mahomes. Um, can you make a supervisor or a boss a work wife? Um, I mean, you can. You can do, yeah. You can do that if you. Well, hey, that's a given. The curse. With, but yeah, it could work out for you. Your schedule might be lit. Might you know what I'm saying? Might catch a promotion, little bonus. But don't let them find out. Mm-hmm. Or don't get on their bad side. You're gonna be working third shift for the rest of your life. <laughs> Grave graveyard. Yeah. Yeah, shit is all fun and sweet till you piss your work wife off. Mm-hmm. So I just don't have one to keep it moving. Yep. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. You can have a work wife, just don't have no work wife in management and supervision. What um Especially got, Jay Shakur, we have the same job. Don't do that. <laughs> This person. I've talked to Jay Shakur plenty of times on our Xbox and shit. And we have the same job, same profession. Don't do that. that don't do that. No. I don't think you, uh, you don't shit where you eat, man. Mm-hmm. You don't eat where you shit. Yeah, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't leave, leave work, leave. Nah. Let work be work. Right, mm-hmm. boy, I'm I'm telling you, they, not just in a, um, from a romantic standpoint. I don't, I cannot talk. Jesus, uh, my bad. Hard drive nigga, corrupted. Nigga found out his people was from the Congo, and now he don't know. He don't want to speak English <laughs> no more. Um, but honestly, man, I've been trying to do more of like separating work and and personal life. Uh, even like not even just a romantic standpoint, just on some like. I don't need to see y'all outside of here, man. That's just that just ain't what I need to do. Like, and 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 I'm so much happier, you know, being that way. Like, I can go to work and focus on work. I ain't got to worry about nothing else. You know what I'm saying when I leave work, I ain't got to worry about like I don't got to see people I work with. It's it's just such it's such a better experience, man. Like, right. I recommend it. I agree. I I have a job where I have a uh, I have a company phone, and so. Basically, that motherfucker gets on 24 hours a day. Um, and it's sometimes, like y'all niggas know, sometimes I get a call at 11 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not answering it. Because, like, if if I don't, I know work ain't going to disconnect for me. This is a prime example of it. So I got to disconnect from work. Like, when I, when at the end of the day, when I walk home and, or I, I get home and I walk through the door and I I take my work shit off. I'm done working. I will start whatever whatever I I hadn't finished today. I'm gonna finish that tomorrow, because it, like you said, you gotta you gotta there has to be a line between the two. You gotta be able to separate the two. Got to work life balance is is huge, man. It's huge, and and drawing those lines between between working uh your personal life it really helps with that a lot. Yeah. So stop fucking chicks at work. Y'all gotta stop doing that. Yes. 
Yep. I think that's all we got. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. Hey, listeners, if y'all from the Congo, hit me up. We're going back. <clears throat> Say something in Congo. Congo! Nah, you are the most disrespectful person I know. Ah, I'm not disrespectful. Those are my people. Somebody gonna fuck you up. And for the Leo fans, he will be back next week. Because we know he got, he, he swears he's the favorite. Toodly doodly. All right. Peace and blessings.